Okay, well, I got a quick question. That was fast. Um, Thank you for listening to my podcast. That was awesome. And you're younger, so sorry about the words. I'll make that up to you. Because I got this really quick for you. Uh, Learning a new language, something that you create, it's beneficial. I'm going to send it to you in your email. Okay, so I'm going to elaborate on what you asked, which was this. One of the members asked to uh, tell more details about the whole past thing that I've been through um, because they are dating and they think that the person they're dating have uh, created this scheme and they can't because they're, they think they're being gaslighted. They cannot uh, tell the difference. Like they can't see it for what it is. Okay. When I was growing up and this is how I was, um, I can't speak for my sibling, but I had a sibling with me most of the time that we kind of was schemers because the way we grew up, we came up like if we wanted something, we just took it because we didn't know any other way to do it. My mom would say no. And we know at the time we would need it. And we didn't think she cared about us at that time to give it to us. And this is our way of thinking when we were younger. I would say around like maybe 10 or 11. I could even been 13 or something like that. I don't know. But I was young and I was um, thinking anything I needed, I just get it. I just grab it. That's how it should be is what I'm thinking because I need it. It's not a want. It was a need. Like if I'm starving... I should be able to just, you know, my stomach growl right at that moment, grab something out the store and walk out. That's not how it is, of course. You learn it the hard way. Okay, so it's it's hard to explain this, for me at least, because it's it's so close to me. Uh, I grew up with someone that, you know, when you piss them off, they had to get revenge all the time. Like they had to set up schemes when you pissed them off, they had to show you, like, embarrass you, humiliate you, put you through torture. Uh, like, they wanted to publicly embarrass you in front of everyone. Their goal was to harm you and make you lose hope. Their goal, you know, and then I got exes, the people that I left because that's how demonic, I felt it was demonic. When you want to get someone to a point where they lose hope in themselves in life, And want to kill themselves. And unfortunately, there are relationships out here like this where people don't, whether they're conscious of it or not, but they, they're trying to make the person want to harm themselves. And so they're not paying attention to how they're putting that out. They're not looking at their actions. They're more looking at the other person's actions more than their own and they're focused so much because of course they have narcissistic traits they can't see outside themselves they focus on the inside of how they feel about what that person done so that's not all that's not all the definition of a narcissist of course but this is a way I might answer your question of how can you see like any signs of them trying to gaslight you? Watch the people around you, like 
who they are associated with. If those people start looking at you and start judging you and started treating you on things they don't know anything about, they didn't ask you questions, you you probably don't even associate with the people, watch how they treat you. If they're treating you like, okay, you know, distancing, you could, you could feel that energy, you know, um, if they start to ask you questions, that's like way off, or they kind of say something to you that you're like, where did that come from? You know, that means someone's talking to them. Someone's relaying that information. So all you have to do is take the extra steps to ask them. I'm sorry, who, who said that? Um, who, who gave you that information? Or if they don't want to tell what it is, ask in a way that it doesn't bother you so that they'll feel more comfortable to tell you who told them that. And why is this important? Because it's the proof you will need that this person is behind your back starting a campaign, trying to build you up. It's the foundation they need to build you up to look like the monster so that when something happens, when they actually get to the chance to do something really big to you, you look like the person that did something wrong. It's kind of how um, I see it with the misdemeanor felonies and uh, parking tickets, traffic tickets that some authorities do to some people. You set them up to get warrants and court cases to make them look like they're a rebel to society because they're just one of the millions of people that's locked up. Who cares about this one person that's truly innocent, truly doesn't have anything wrong, didn't violate any laws, and now later when they need to do something more meaningful for the world, oh no, you have a warrant, a felony, on fraud. Now you're crazy. No, no. What? So little things like that is telltale signs of them wanting to build up like an audience. And the audience is going to go in their direction and see things their way. And so when the audience it's doing that and they're automatically got the wrong type of audience you'll know the wrong type of audience that this person have they instantly go against you they're not questioning anything why would they they knew what type of people which are followers people that need other people people that feel insecure within themselves those are the people that need to follow behind if you notice in most history a lot of the honest Geminis are dead and if they're not dead they're gone they silenced them there's a group and like I said I'm in astrology and I looked at like the Geminis with their charts it's not just the Geminis it's their charts if they feel this like sense of justice and they have to speak out about it those are the people that get silenced first those are the people like myself. It's so many people come to me. Facebook, yeah, they silence everybody. But when they take the extra steps so you can't share information, you can't do any, any information, they're steady reporting you. They're pushing that button on your page and they're making fake accounts and they're talking stuff. And you notice that all this picked up when you met this person. For instance, your car. Your car was fine. I, I use that as my example. It's fine. It was sitting there. Nobody touched it. You didn't see a dent. You always walked out. Everything was fine. Then you move and you're in this area with this person and dents and stuff. And they're like, I don't know. I, I don't know what you're talking about. All of a sudden, they have no clue to nothing. Nothing ever happens around them. There's no coincidences to them. They need you to feel insecure. They need you to feel like you're crazy. 
Because then you start second guessing yourself and now you're not focused on what they're doing because you're focused on, am I crazy? You know, there are so many signs of when people are pretending to be nice or when they're pretending to be a good person or when they're pretending not to do something to cause a lot of damage to other people. I grew up with someone that every time I sneezed, if I did not bow to this person, they called the authorities. If I did not agree with this person, they called the authorities. They found reasons to call the authorities, you know, or they start when it was too much, when they started to get uh, in the hot seat, it was now let me tell these other people to call the authorities. Now let me rally with the other sibling. Let me rally with the other friend. Let me tell everyone this story of how I was treated. It doesn't have to be true. It's just good enough for that person to believe. And now that they're on board with not an ounce of proof, here we go. Now we're starting that campaign and now down with you, up with them. They're the hero when you're truly the hero. You had to go through all of that. And this is all starting because we ignore the signs because we're going, wait, wait, that can't be it. And it sounds like the signs you gave me, it sounds like she's on her way to start that campaign. And if she is, then I'm so sorry because the first thing you need to do is shut it down. And when you shut it down, there can't be any conversations. And yeah, it's going to look like you're bitter. It is. But narcissists or psychopaths or anybody that's out to harm don't know any other way but to deal with silence. You have to deal with them through shutting them down. Do not let them have access to you. They can have access to the people around you because you can't control that. But when it comes to you yourself, you shut it, you close it. You stay to yourself. You live your best life still. You focus on you. You make yourself beautiful inside and out because you already are. That's why they are targeting you. You make them feel uncomfortable. You're doing something that they need or they want or they wish and they don't have it. So instead, they make this secret competition, which, like I said, it started when I was young with my sibling and that I had therapy for that. Why? Why am I, I tell everyone, why is everyone so, and I, I don't, I just don't get the common sense. I don't, it mind blows me how people are like, oh no, I don't go to a therapist because they're going to use it against me in court. Uh, but it can be also a benefit. And when someone used that, that's a gaslighting technique. If that's used in court in a negative way and it sticks, then you need to think about the authority figures that's in charge of that case. Maybe they're not trying to be as judicial as possible. And maybe they're not seeing things on both sides. And if they're not, then you're in the wrong court. You're doing something wrong. You got the wrong remedy. Because these people... They will go to no ends once they get their hands and hooks inside of you to do whatever it takes, hidden or not. And some people, they learn witchcraft. And the reason why, because you can't see it. And I've been talking about it. And it sounds like she got a group of people that she is dealing with with that. So I am so sorry. But if the news were better, I would tell you. But it just, the her not coming in, her staying with the candles in the room the bed has to be with the petals the the flowers and then she's like oh it's romantic but yet she's saying an affirmation repeatedly 
in front of you and asking you to repeat it. And then you are leaving the house and she's salting around the house. She has to cleanse it or she is protecting it or she's feeling like she's doing something for you or against you. I wouldn't myself from knowing what I know, I wouldn't trust another warlock or a person that practices only because I can't trust that their intentions are pure. And if I can't trust that your intentions are pure, I don't feel it's worth dating you if you're going to do that. If I get mad at you and all of a sudden I'm sneezing for no reason repeatedly or whatever, and I mean, I don't mean to make fun of it because it's a respectable art. It is for the good people. But I don't want to feel like I have to be on guard. And I don't know how many people that can deal with that, but that's great. If you can deal with it, I can't. I like my security. I like to feel safe. I love that. And my exes use that against me. They're like, that's her focus. She needs to feel secure. Let's target her security. That's why I was telling that story. You wanted the details of that. Well, I don't know exactly who did it. Like, exa- like I can't say the name of the person or the people I would say the people that were involved because it was a group effort. But I believe my exes was involved in it because I'm a happy-go-lucky person. Everyone meets everyone. I'm not that type to focus on the, the little things unless I have to, unless someone pulls me into that corner and go, let's focus on the small detail of life that doesn't matter. Let's just focus. Then I'll pay attention to it. But most of the time when I would leave, I didn't understand when I was leaving why I kept focusing on this person and why this person kept driving me crazy and why I kept bringing this person up was because this person was doing things behind my back. Like I found uh, multiple photos and um, things of other women and the person was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Then I found other things lying around that then add up (laughs) and confronted the person. I don't know what you're talking about. And then the person was driving when I would call them. They were always in my area. I was in Grand Rapids. This person's like an hour away from Grand Rapids. Why are you up here? That's weird to me. You had no reason you never was there before I went there, you know, except if you had to be there. And now all of a sudden you're in Grand Rapids. Yeah, it's stuff like that. When they do things that you're finding like, huh, you you dismiss it. You're like, that's their life. That's my ex. I don't care. Or if this your girlfriend or boyfriend, you're like, I don't know. I don't care, but you should. Those little things, just ask more questions and write it down or record it. Because then when I told my ex that I was going to record, they did it in a malicious manner. They recorded me by saying something to me, harmful, hurting me, doing things to me and then will record me with my response or they'll record me secretly as I'm talking to them and saying crazy things to them and then they're putting it out or they're taking pictures of me when I'm at my worst or I look my worst putting it out or they will come to me out of the clear blue hey I need this video of you all of a sudden out of a long-running marriage all of a sudden you need a video of us having sex together Yeah, those are signs. And I hate to say that out loud, but some of the kids, the teenagers on here, if someone ever wants to record you having sex, that's a no. If anyone secretly records you, that's a no. That's your consent wasn't there. And then when they put it out, 
and he put it out on media to make money off of it because they're like, well, I'm leaving. And that's what happened to me. A lot of people do. They won't say it, but they put it on these places, X tubes, YouTubes, and then they make money off of it. And they feel like I did good. I feel better about myself. I hurt this person. Now there's a lot more people out there more creative. My point is to help people, to let you open your eyes to the evil that's possible out here. And I hate that because I've always been a person that's the happy-go-lucky person. I like to pay attention to myself. I like to stay to myself. But when you get around people that are attention-seeking, they want to take that from you because they love your energy. They love how you vibe. And because you vibe at a certain level, they're like, I need to do that. But you attract what's a part of you. But I also believe you attract the opposite as well. So if you are a good person, you will attract a bad person. It makes sense. Or when you are a bad person, you can attract it, but it's not going to stick. If two bad people are together, it won't stick long. Not at all. And you know, you should know about the energy and the law of attraction and things like that. We definitely should read up on it because I do send out the templates for that. And the uh, homeschool courses cover nothing but the law of attraction course and it's highly important to learn that course because it's very important in this world and it has the um the law of one and all those things that you need to know about nature it's not just man's law that matters because above man's law is god's law or the creator's law or however you see your deity or your religion. Remember, these people have friends, girlfriends, these narcissists have people that they connect to. So they do not sometimes have to do the work themselves. They have loyal followers, people that have sex with them that feels like, oh my gosh, I am so sprung. And now all of a sudden that person is acting out some crazy event just because they want to get laid again. They're vibing too low. Their mindset is not where it should be. And it's sad to say all this out loud because this is what I'm watching on a daily basis when I help people with their claims. And then it it makes me see what I came through, what I lived through. I'm not a victim and I'm not innocent at all. And I will never claim to be. And everything that I do that people put out, I claim to it. If I've done it, I've done it. It's me. It's who I am. It's what I learned. It's what I'm going to evolve from. It's what I'm going to be better. I'm going to be me. A lot of people are like, oh, you're this way, you're that way. That's great, but it's me. And that's what I'm proud of. It's through all the things I'm listening to through these claims and I'm seeing all these bad things happen, I'm able to speak out. I'm able to get the help I have accumulated from all this pain and suffering over the years, many resources and help agencies and people that can get the help they need. Because I've been bullied in so many aspects and ways you wouldn't even believe it if I told you. I have been pushed in corners. I have been set up. I have been lied on everything. But do I carry that as, oh, here's my trophy or here's my victim? No, screw that and them and their agenda. I am me. You're stopping me for whatever reason you can. It's going to backfire because that is the law of this world. You can't do something without missing something or losing something. You can't gain something without losing. You can't lose without gaining. And every time someone sends something bad towards you, something good happens. So sometimes 
when someone do something bad, there's a lesson there. And then even better, there's a reward thereafter. Not all the time. And you, But my point is, most people say, well, there's nothing when you're feeling bad in life and these teenagers that are committing suicide. That is sad. I have a teenage daughter. And we sit down and we talk about that. We hit those points. I'm not ashamed to talk about the real topics. You guys talk about the real topics. Even if you can't talk to your parents, you can talk to me. I'm here. I'm not going to tell anyone your, your problems or anything. If you tell me not to tell anything, I won't. But again, thank you for the person that brought out that they would like to talk about it. And they wanted me to talk about a part two for this. Because, yes, I don't know who put me out exactly like the names of the people, but the, they let me know it was a group of people and that it wasn't just one person. So was do I think it was my ex? Yes, I do. I think a couple of my exes was involved. But the problem with that is this. Some people go, well, why is your exes against you? Because I know how to pick them. For some reason, uh, because I was going through my phase, I picked narcissists. Yeah, and because, like I said, I may be a narcissist myself, but I'm recovering. I want to do better. I don't want to be like that. And I didn't, and if I was, I was not acknowledging it because I didn't see it, because I didn't understand it. And now that I see it, I'm going to do better. I see the traits. I see my controlling nature. My mom made me raise my siblings. Unfairly, I tried to do the best I can. And she left. It felt like she just was like, I can't take this anymore. Here you go. There are your siblings. On top of that, raise your son. And I'm 19 years old. And I got dumped all that. And then what came with it was her her ex-husband. Great. Thank you. Now that he has passed on, unfortunately, a lot of bitterness and all that left with it. You know, it's it's a hard world, but we do our best to be the best we can or to smile every day. And that's okay. You don't have to feel bad for that. You're going to go through things. You're going to be sad. You're going to have your moment. But understand that there are some people that went through way worse. So you going, this is the toughest. I don't care who went through the worst that's again you're living in too much you in the negative that is a negative way to see things no judgment but please if it comes to your life state where you see things in such a bad way where you can't pull yourself up and look around you and say we're all doing this together call someone out and say that's close to you I need help and if you don't have those people I'm here Let's talk. Let's sit down. Let's have a session. I've done it before. I have three people that I talk to regularly. And it's just coaching. It's just letting them see about the resources, what's available in their state. Uh, They become pregnant and they want to know, how do I get things outside of WIC? How do I find a place to stay? And sometimes that's hard because it's hard for all of us because we we don't understand what we don't understand. For instance, no one understood about the United States, the corporation thing. No one understood that. We wasn't born to understand that. We wasn't taught that in school. We were taught what we were taught and implemented it. Went out there and started going, we go to college, we achieve this, and this is the best for us because we were told it. 
and and now we just compete with each other. Now it's just a big competition in school of who can outsmart who, who can dress better than who, and who got the better education and who's who can prove it. That's what I take out of that. And st- instead, we should go, what's best for the kid? What is their gifts? What is their talents? Where Where is their goals? How are they as human beings? I look at my daughter like, look at her personality. She's an earth sign. My goodness, do she give attitude for days. It makes me want to jump her like Bart and Homer. I mean, she's just, it, I don't know, it's a daughter and mommy thing. But her mouth, she's lippy. I, I know a lot of mamas agree with this when your daughter's lippy. You look and you tilt your head like you're really bold. But you are looking at that's the miniature version of you. That was you. And, and as you're, it hits you, you want to laugh and punch something because you're going, I did this to myself. I created this. And then I hear my mom always going, I can't wait for you to have a girl. And I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> Whatever. And then now that I got my girl, I'm like, my mom cursed me. She was waiting. I'm glad she wasn't here to see this. My daughter is a miniature version of me. She tells everything. She will say anything. She's every bit of me. She is angry, though. When I tell you angry, angry. And I I chucked it up as, you know, part of that is the earth signs. Because I've been around earth signs. Virgos, Capricorns, Taurus. Oh my God, y'all, maybe y'all don't see it. Y'all carry a natural attitude. It's just built into you. Like you approach them and you're like, oh, what's wrong? You had a bad day? What's going on with you? It's just in them. Like they can be bubbly. They can be happy. I can still sense the the groundedness of earth in them like I'm mad. And my daughter said it's because everyone's polluting the earth. So the earth is angry. So they're born angry. <laughs> okay. I, I, you know what? I just let that one go. I was like, we, we'll discuss that later. But the point is, I let her voice her feelings. I tell her, let's paint it out. If we have a bad moment, let's paint. Let's get that out. Let's paint our feelings. Let's sing together. We're going to sing together. Me and her harmonize a song together and we get out our feelings. Um, She's always going to see a personality trait in me and in her her father or in her brothers and she's going to be able to say it I told her and I told her father that you're going to let her be able to say what she says oh she's going to keep respect she's going to keep the respect why are you still worried about the respect when she needs to say things this is what leads to kids I can't talk I feel sad I wanted to do something to myself that's what it leads to and then eventually she told me she had those thoughts. And it was it was sad for her because she didn't understand who to talk to because she didn't want me to be upset or anybody to make a big deal out of it. And then I thought to myself, this is what other other kids could be thinking. That they don't want to burden the person with their problems. And I had to sit down with her for like three hours. And we had that talk of, I am not going to ever want you to see me as, oh, your problems burden me. No way. Oh my gosh, your problems enlighten my life. You set me on fire with happiness because you're telling me everything about you. I feel important, I feel needed, and I feel loved. And that lit her up. That made her so happy. So now we talk. 
And then she flipped the roles on me. She reversed it. <laughs> I was sitting there and I was feeling sad and I'm, I'm being mama. I don't tell my business to my kids. And then she said, why not? You're a mommy. You got mommy problems. We're a part of your problems because you're a mommy. Explain to us what we are doing and why we can make you so crazy or make you feel so sad sometimes. And I said, well, it's not really all of you guys. And she said, it doesn't matter. Even if it's with our dad, you can talk to us about it. I said, well, you know, grown folks versus kids. She's like, well, how as we grow up, how will we understand the grown aspects to being an adult if we're never told it? Can we see it? I said, not all of it. But one thing that I do recommend, and parents don't want to say this, and this is some things, this is to each its own. I will say that again because people don't like to listen. I'm going to repeat it three times. This is only for your choosing. How you choose to do this. For you to choose this. My mother, as I grew up, she let me see everything. She did. She let me see it all. It grew me up fast. It did. It didn't give me, it kind of gave me that Michael Jackson complex, how they say that he didn't get a, like a childhood as much. Well, I kind of did. I did do that. I had that. I kind of missed it a little bit because I was too much of an adult, but that was my choosing. I like being more responsible. I love that feeling and it grew me up into being responsible faster. So when I met guys, I was way ahead of them. I was already on board when I had my kids to be responsible. And that's why my mom was so comfortable with leaving the kids, my siblings, with me. And that's the sad part is that being two of something can cause a good or bad reaction. And so I thought I had to make that choice for myself of pick and choose what they hear and what they don't hear. And some people that hearing that is going, that's been around me, especially my exes are like, why do you tell them that? Why did you say that to them? And it's only because my daughter's right. She does have a point. There are certain things as they grow up, you do have to explain to them. Saying, oh no, let them have a childhood. How is that taking their childhood? How? If you tell them something traumatizing, of course, yes. If you tell them something that will put them in a mind spiral, yes. But I'm quite sure you're smarter than that. Some of you may not be. Use common sense. Point being, I let my kids know, look, uh, this is what an argument looks like. This is why we're arguing. This is how we fix it. This is what we did to fix it. So they'll understand how to argue and bring it to a conclusion. My biggest problem is when I've been in relationships, I didn't know how to close them up because my mom didn't ever teach me that. My mom told me to be snippy, petty, and to do the things that I shouldn't be doing in a relationship, a loving relationship. I didn't grow up in a loving family. I grew up in a competitive, narcissistic type family. So it wasn't all bad. I'm not just putting them down, but mostly... It was very traumatizing and it was okay because I was trained. I learned a lot. My family, I love them. I love even my stepfather. Unfortunately, that grew on me. It took me years, but I still have love for him. He's just crazy as a Betsy bug, but um, he reminds me of the, a bad version of Bernie Mac. It's just, I, myself, I love me. 
And I love my past. I love the people that was in my past. I appreciate it because it keeps me growing. It keeps me evolving. Not everybody thinks like that. So with my kids, I sit down with them. We go over the laws of one. My daughter wants to learn Japanese because she wants to be the person that translate when we go to Japan. I get that, but I don't want her to carry the burden. So I asked her older brother, Cameron, to learn Japanese with her. I'm learning Korean because I think I am so, I, I can't tell you how much I'm into the Korean dramas and, oh, oh my goodness, I ain't going to even go down that path. But anyway, so we sit there and we learn everything, including, and I hope you're still with me, uh, about her coming into being a teenager, what that entails, how when people approach you, the the child trafficking, the pedophiles, the things that may harm you, that could keep you in stagnant energy, witchcraft, energy work. I teach them all of that to show them this is are the possibilities out here. This is what's going on out here. These people, how to handle the police officers if you come in contact with a police officer, how to handle someone of authority, what is your status in life? How are you to act? Are you to be in service of others and how? Here is everything they need to get out there behavior-wise, physical, financial, and spiritual. To me, that is how you should handle a person that is trained or training to get into this world. To me, that's worth a graduation. Once they get to the point where they're like, okay, I'm done. My son took another. My oldest son, he's like, look, I'm so chill. He's a Libra moon, of course. So, of course, he's so chill. And he just wants to relax. He doesn't want stress. He can do with or without whatever. And I see that's kind of in this generation. Every time I tell a mother about my son, they're like, yeah, my son's like that too. I'm like, wow. I can only wish to have been that relaxed at his age. Where I was like, yeah, you know, life is life. I'm here. He doesn't cause trouble for anybody. I can't, and I'm, I'm saying this right now. The only time he ever got into with anyone is someone brought it to him. I've never seen that in another human being. My son usually will always have to be taunted or dragged into some drama. And he's standing there like, and that's what I had to teach him. That's what I'm teaching him now. And it's funny because he's 23 and I have to teach him because I'm still his mother. Look, there are people that see your nature they see you're relaxed, you're laid back, you're chilled, you do not care. And those are just playing grounds for narcissists. They love people like you. You sit back and do nothing. Even when someone does something to him, he's like, oh, well. And I was like, are you depressed? Do you like life? What's going on? Let's have that talk. And he's like, nothing's going on. I, don't, I just think everyone is dramatic these days. I think everyone makes a big deal about nothing. I think everyone wants to be attention-seeking. And I'm like, wow, that's amazing that he sees things like that. He's like, if they want to cause me trouble, it, it actually outs them because I don't want to do anything. And I was like, yeah, that's how I was able to see it. When people attack a person that's just like chill 
have no response, even with the cop. There was a cop in Clovis, California. I'll never forget this cop. I think Cameron was, I think he was 16. He was either 16 or 17 at the time. I think he was 16 or 15, somewhere around there. He was 16 or 15. And um, this cop just was, you could tell, like taunting him because he thought he was older and it was like he wanted to get a reaction out of him like he was like he wanted to pick with him and it was so funny to watch this because the cop looked like an idiot and I'm sorry but he did my son was just sitting there like mm-hmm yeah and calm he was trying to say things that was upsetting him which upset me because I'm like dude back off of him like you don't have the right to do that back up what are you doing because it made him look like he was picking. Because my son's like, nothing. There was nothing. He just answered when he told him to answer. And that's it. The cop had to stop. He was like, this, getting nothing out of him. Nothing. <laughs> you wasn't going to get nothing. And then they take their time to look at me. Because I had on some shorts that were very short. And they shined a light on me. My legs and my butt. And all that. Thinking that, oh, I'm doing routine. Right. Routine. Right. And then the saddest part is that I found out my ex called the cops and didn't tell me. No, because that's what they do. When they leave you stranded and take all your money and go to a new state and then they know what they've done, they don't say anything about it. They tell everyone else a different story And then you're left with the pieces going, I'm not going to say anything about it because then you're going to start a war with them. But if I don't care at this point, this, I don't care. The story is the story. The proof is the proof. You can't change the proof. It's all in writing. So anyway, the point is this, if you're going through things like that, you're not alone. Call someone. We're here for that. I have other people. If you don't want to talk to me, you could talk to someone else. But always know there's a way out of it. There's too many people out here that's pretending to be good people and they're evil as I don't know what. And evilness to me is when you want someone to kill themselves. I had an ex trying to take my hope from me to live. They were trying everything. They were cornering me to make sure I wanted to give up living. And I knew what they were doing. And I refused to bend. Because I was made to be me and you were made to be you, but you were not made to cross me and you were not made to be with me in a long term. And I know that because if you were long term in my life, I would act different and you would too. So remember that anybody that comes in your life, they're going to treat you like what they're supposed to be in your life. I'm Kiki. Thank you for listening. (music) 